Congratulations! Your gift of a new day is here. Ready to live it big? You're listening to the Big Life Devotional Podcast. Now, here's Pamela to get you fired up for all God has available for you today. Well, good morning, beautiful. Welcome to a brand new day of life. Oh, it is so good to get to be alive. I am so thankful you are here with us today. Uh, We're going to do something a little bit different this week. Uh, God has prompted me to do something different. So I'm just going to give you kind of a behind the scenes peek at the way this usually works. I typically wake up of a morning and I really have no clue what the devotional is going to be about. And I have myself on a one hour time limit. Uh, God and I sit down, he gives me the topic, he gives me the scripture, kind of the stories start flowing. I start typing like a mad woman, a bit of an outline. And then an alarm goes off one hour later, and that means I go live with it. And I kind of love the freshness, the excitement of just never knowing what the devotional is going to be, just seeing where God leads. It's so fun. I love um, just the excitement of it. And I kind of love the pressure of knowing you got one hour, let's figure it out, God. But God has actually asked me to do something different this week. Um, I'm making a commitment as to what each day of this week is going to be. God has asked me to dig deeper in the book of Romans with you this week, a a deeper study. So over the next few days, God has asked me to dig deeper on some specific scriptures in the book of Romans and just help it come to life for all of us. And so I'm so excited to share this with you. I actually have been studying the book of Romans for the last couple days myself. And um, this particular way of studying my Bible has really just helped me. So first of all, I just want to tell you kind of how I've been studying a specific book of the Bible. I don't follow a an actual Bible study. I just kind of dig in and, and take scriptures and study them individually. So a lot of people ask, um, what Bible do I use? My newest version of study Bible is called the Experiencing God Bible. Uh, I found it on Amazon. It, I think it was like $35. I specifically like it because it has pretty big margins on the side to be able to write in. Yes, um, I am one of those people. There's like two kinds of people, the kind of people that don't write in their Bible because they think that you shouldn't, and those that just write all over their Bible. Um, I am in the camp of, I love writing all over my Bible. My husband doesn't, um, but that's okay. You do you, right? Um, So I write all over my Bible, and I specifically like this one because of the margin space. But then let me tell you the pens and the highlighters that I use, also from the Amazon um, is where I got them. But the brand is called Mr. Pen, and they are specifically for your Bible, for the thin pages of your Bible. They are no bleed gel pens and gel highlighters. They're so cool. They come in all the colors. I absolutely love them. So the way that I've been studying is I just look at one sentence or one paragraph, wherever it is I'm reading. And um, if it stands out to me and I want 
want to know more about it, then I start looking up different translations of that same scripture. I'll look at New Living Translation and a New International Version, and I'll look at the voice. I'll look at the, the Passion Translation. I'll look at the Message Translation. And then I will just make notes in my Bible of just easier ways to understand that scripture. If there are specific words that stand out to me, then I'll kind of do a, what was the original meaning of this word? What was the origin of the word? What's the definition of this word today? And then just see, does this tie into other scriptures? And I just make all these notes. So that's the way that I study. And that's what I've been doing in the book of Romans. And God has just been helping these scriptures come to life for me. And he's asked me to hang out in the book of Romans. It's like a pre-commitment to you. That's what I'm going to be teaching on this week. So today we're actually going to begin with my favorite verse in the book of Romans, a verse that brings me the greatest comfort in troubles and hope in the future. But we're not just going to stop with this one often quoted scripture. We're going to read the rest of the paragraph for so much more. I'm telling you what God has shown me in this one little paragraph in my Bible has had me in a perpetual aha for days. How many of you would admit that you tend to overcomplicate things sometimes? You overthink things and you make it harder than what it really has to be. So today we're going to let God drastically simplify a few things for us so we really get it. Romans chapter 8 verse 28. You might know this scripture. We know that all things work together for the good of those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. Uh, Other translations put it in terms that we can really understand by saying we are convinced that every detail of our lives is continually woven together for good. Not that every detail of our lives is good, but that it's woven together for good. And it says that we have been called to fulfill his designed purpose. My sister... Every detail of your life becomes part of something good when given to God. He wastes nothing and he uses everything. You don't have to hide those struggles from him. Hey, he already knows about them. And yet here he is today still pursuing you. In your hands Those struggles just eat away at your confidence and your self-worth. But in God's hands, those struggles, they become a ministry. They become an open door for God's power to flow through you. So, of course, the enemy of your soul wants you to hide in your shame and wallow in your guilt because he knows what will happen if you turn that over to God. He knows Every ounce of harm he has thrown your way will be turned on him by God and it will be used for good. And this goodness is part of God's designed purposes for your life. 
But it doesn't stop there. I usually stop there. I read verse 28 and I am off searching for my purpose. I am digging through the bad things in my life and reminding God that they're not quite good yet. He needs to still do some more work. But today, let's keep reading. So, two more verses, Romans 8, 29, because we were in 28 before. So, 29 and 30 says, For those he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. And those he predestined, he also called. And those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. And whoa, that's a lot. We have an entire waterfall of God's promises here. But don't choke on the overflow. Let's just get in the flow. One leads to the next, and then the next, flowing over our lives and flooding us with hope and assurance. Don't get overwhelmed here. Today, let's just get in the flow and receive everything God is offering us, because it is good. This flow begins with those God foreknew. Foreknew means to know before. And honey, God knew you before. He knew you before you achieved any level of success and before you screwed up. He knew you before you got it wrong and before you got it right. He knew you before. You are among the foreknew. Jeremiah 1 verse 5 says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. So yeah, Definitely, he knew you before. He knew you before because you were created by him. He created you with a great purpose in mind. And with that, the flow over your life begins. For those he foreknew, he created, he predestined. Do you understand what predestined means? It means you're chosen. You are chosen. God Almighty, the creator of the universe, chose you. He wanted you. He knew everything about you and said, she's the one I want. So girls, stop dismissing yourself. You have not been dismissed. God doesn't regret his choice. What has he chosen you for? It says he has chosen you to be conformed to the image of his son. Now, I didn't know what in the world that meant, and it certainly sounded like something I couldn't live up to, so I had to dig a little bit deeper. What it means is God has chosen us to become more and more like Jesus. And ultimately, that means we're just returning to what we were always meant to be from the beginning. Because remember back in Genesis 1 verse 27, like in the very beginning, God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them male and female. God Jesus and the Holy Spirit are one. 
We were always created to bear this image. And now God has chosen to bring us back to it. And that feels like pressure to be chosen to represent Jesus. But remember this. You naturally become more like Jesus with each surrender of your own way. When you're living in the flow, it just flows. You are chosen to bring life to the room. You're chosen to bring hope to the people. You're chosen to bring love to the table. You're chosen to wash some feet. Who saw that Super Bowl commercial last night? Like, go Jesus! If you've been looking for your destiny, here it is. Your destiny is to become more and more like Jesus. Go wash some feet. And for those God has created, he has chosen. And for those he has chosen, he has called. That's what the scripture says. And this is where God got me. I am called. You are are called. We are called. But we all want to know to what? Where am I being called? What am I being called to? What is my calling? Of all the questions I received, this is probably a top three. Pamela, how do I know my calling? Is that a question you've been asking? Well, first, We know you have been called because you're in the flow of all of this. God created you, no doubt. Only he could have done that. You aren't some random accident. You didn't accidentally form from nothing. Your creator designed you with great intention and knit you together. And because he created you, he chose you. He chose you to become more and more like Jesus and reflect his image. And that means you are no doubt called. But called to what? I began studying this word called. And you know what I found? I found we've been overcomplicating it. We've made this a whole lot fussier than it needs to be. So think of it like this. This is going to make sense. You are never going to hear the word called and think of it the same. Okay? Think of it like this. If we were in the store together but on separate aisles. And I called out to you. Hey, Kathy, I I called out to you, whatever your name is, insert your name there. It would be for two purposes. First, I'm making it known where I am. And second, I'm leading you towards me. If you're a mom and you call out your child's name, they hear you and then they know where you are so they know to just come to you. And that's precisely what a calling is. To be called by God is two things. First, God is breaking into your awareness so you know he is there and he's drawing you towards him. If you feel 
called towards a new job, that is simply because God is making you aware of his presence and he is drawing you to move toward him. This is how you step right into a new job. You follow the calling. God, I am aware of your presence in the details of my life and I'm moving towards you in faith. Where do you sense God's presence? Move in that direction. It's so simple. 1 Samuel chapter 3, verses 1 through 10, shows us exactly what a calling sounds like and how we are supposed to respond to it. This chapter in my Bible is actually titled, The Lord Calls Samuel. I think that's the chapter you're at in your life. The Lord is calling you. Oh, yes, he, he is. How do I know? Because he created you and he chose you, and the flow from there is to be called. So in the story, Samuel's a young boy, and he's living under the care of his mentor, Eli, and it says, in those days, the word of the Lord was rare, and there were not many visions. And one night, Eli, whose eyes were becoming weak so he could barely see, was laying down in his normal place. And Samuel was laying down in the house of the Lord where the ark of God was, and the Lord called Samuel. And Samuel answered, here I am. And he ran to Eli, his mentor, and he said, here I am, you called me. And Eli said, no, I didn't call you. Go back and lie down. So he went and laid down. And again, the Lord called Samuel. And Samuel got up and he went to Eli and said, here I am, you called me. My son, Eli said, I did not call you. Go back and lay down. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, and the word of the Lord had not been yet revealed to him. A third time the Lord called to Samuel, and Samuel got up, and he went to Eli and said, Here I am. You called me? And then Eli realized that the Lord was calling the boy. So Eli told Samuel, here's some good advice from a mentor. Go and lie down, and if he calls you, Say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and he laid down in his place and the Lord came and stood there calling at him another time. Samuel, Samuel. And then Samuel said, speak, for your servant is listening. God is making his presence known. He's breaking into your awareness. Oh, how sweet. If you feel God is calling to you, simply say, speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. Like for real. Why would we make it more complicated than that? When you sense his presence, move towards it. Step into your calling. But to step into your calling, you simply need to be aware of God and move towards him. You don't have to have it all figured out. You don't have to understand the next 10 steps. You don't have to see precisely where it's all leading. You simply ask, God, is this you? I'm listening. And then start taking some steps of faith in that direction. And there's more great news standing in this overflowing waterfall of God's goodness. For those he created, he chose. For those he chose, he called. For those he called, he justified. Do you understand what it means to be justified? It means to be made right with God. 
not because of anything you have done or could ever do, but because of what God has done for you. You have been made right. Ah, yes, breathe that in. Jesus has brought you into right standings with God. You have been given full access to the throne. And for those he made right, he also glorified. That's just what this scripture says, just the flow of this. Yes, we are to bring glory to God. But did you know he also wants to glorify his children Do you know how he does that? He makes us more like Jesus. He redeems us. Here on earth, to be glorified means we have the privilege of seeing him in everything and being transformed from the inside out. The more you see God, the more changed you are. What a privilege that is. That's how he glorifies us here. In heaven, that means full redemption of these bodies, y'all. Honey, this body will be made glorious after this journey is complete. Who's excited about a new glorious body? Whoop, whoop, it's coming. It's promised. Get in the flow. That is God's promise. That's how this all ends. Stand under the overflowing waterfall and just get in the flow. The flow begins with you are created. You are. You are chosen. You are called. You are made right. And you are glorified. And God, well, he is in every detail of our lives, continually weaving it all together for good. And he's calling out to his girls, calling out so we are made aware of his presence and we continually move toward him. Just keep moving toward him. This is living in the flow and fulfilling his designed purpose for your life. Today, let's do something different. Today, let's just end with a simple prayer, just like we see in the example of Samuel. Because God is calling you. He is because he created you and he chose you. So he's calling you and he's making you right and he's glorifying you. So let's respond in the way that we're being taught. Are you ready? So simple. Follow me. Here we go. Good morning, God. Is that you? Are you calling us? Because we are here as your servants. We will follow you. Call us. Make your presence known. And we will move towards you in faith. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So simple. Why overcomplicate it? Oh, I just love that we get to do this study on different scriptures in Romans this week. So if you have time, just start reading through Romans. And remember, just dig a little bit deeper. Look up different translations. Make notes of what God is showing you in his word, how it applies to your life. 
we'll come back uh, every day this week and dig a little bit deeper in some different scripture in Romans. I can't wait to share it with you. It's going to be great. Have a beautiful day, my friends. An amazing week. I'll meet you again tomorrow. I love you wildly. Goodbye, everybody. You were created for a big life. We'll help you do it. Join us each weekday for a new Big Life devotional podcast. If you're ready to dive into the Big Life way of living, visit our website at biglifehq.com.